0: Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nowen join joined today by Pastor Neil Radical. This morning we'll begin with a brief devotional thought based on 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2. Just one short verse. I um, wanted to start today, Pastor, by saying Happy All Saints Day. And to you. Uh, 1st of November is uh, historically recognized by the church as the Day of All Saints. Um, maybe you want to talk about that a little bit, what that, what that means?
1: Yeah, it depends on who you talk to and what study you do. I know you and I were doing a little research on this more recently, but... Some think that it traces back primarily just to the Catholic Church, that they started um, basically a festival, a holiday to honor those who have passed, whether it be that whole year or uh, previous to that as well. And then throughout the course of time, as the world likes to do, it can become secularized. And so you have kind of two tangents of that going where you have more of a church holiday with All Saints Day, and you have the Eve before, All Hallows Eve, which is really like a, if we were doing our two services over something, we'd have an evening service and a morning service, so I kind of view it that way. So you have this kind of religious uh, camp that's focused on this that's become secularized in some ways, and then you have some who believe it goes even farther back than that, even to the time of Noah and the flood, and that he set up part of partly for that altar, after they got off the ark, was to thank the Lord for delivering them, but also to mourn the loss of all of humanity, which is fitting too. So those are kind of the two camps that I'm aware of, which, you know, the first having a little bit, of, a couple of tangents there. but
0: Well, I think also with All Saints Day, we need to talk about the way that the Catholic Church views the concept of saint too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of where this devotional thought is going to come to in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 2. So I'll read this and let's just see. How the Bible defines the word saint, and then maybe we can talk about some of the different ways that the world defines the word saint. Uh, So, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 2 To the church of God which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all who in every place call in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. So, here Paul's writing to the Corinthians. You know, this first letter is one of his longest letters, second only to the book of Romans. He was writing it from Ephesus uh, to Corinth. He'd visited Corinth on his second missionary journey. Now he's on his third missionary journey. And he's heard about some, he's had some bad reports from what was going on at Corinth. The, the, the worship was chaos. Uh, they were allowing uh, people living in in really awful uh, uh, sin to be among them and to worship along with them in their worship services. And um, so some really bad stuff going on at Corinth. So Paul writes this letter, and it's a very sharp and, uh, uh, disciplinary type letter. And yet he starts it out this, you know, verse two is the address is who he's talking to. He says to the church of God, which is at Corinth. And he has three qualifiers here to describe this church of God at Corinth. He says, those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, that's the first one. The second one is called to be saints. And the third one is who all, who with all who in every place call in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So these three things are all equated to really to one another. Um, as as all qualifications of what makes you a church of God. The first one is being sanctified in Christ Jesus. And we know that word sanctify means to make holy. And we are sanctified in the blood of Jesus when we are led to have faith in the work of Jesus Christ. So the work of sanctification we ascribe to the Holy Spirit, who through the means of grace, that is uh, through holy baptism, through the Lord's Supper, through the word of God, through the gospel and the word, works in our hearts to create that faith that trust in Jesus Christ as our Savior from sin. So what does it mean to be sanctified in Christ Jesus? It means to be a believer, uh, to be set apart from the sinful world, to be made holy in the blood of Jesus. And then he qualifies, he equates that with the next phrase there, which is called to be saints. And this is how the Bible defines the word saint, is all those who trust and believe in Jesus as their Savior from sin. Um, those who are set apart from the sinful world, and even living, still living here on earth, we are saints uh, in Christ Jesus that is the Church of God and so let's pause there maybe for a second and I'll just ask you that's how the Bible defines the word saint how do many uh, part- particularly the Catholic Church how do they define the the that word saint and what do what do you think we uh how would you respond to somebody who's defining the saint in that way yeah
1: I think Catholic Church and others think that a saint is someone who really has certain qualifications that make them become that. I mean, we did talk about some things that God has qualified us. So what has he declared us to be justified sinners? And what does that mean for our sanctification? But ultimately, within the Catholic Church itself, they focus on what does an individual have to do to prove that they are a saint. In some ways, it's parallel to the Pentecostal or charismatic groups that so you're really not a, a full Christian unless you have the gift of speaking in tongues. So the, the understanding of the official Catholic doctrine would be that in order to be a saint, you're going to have to be a very, very special, like a Mother Teresa type of person. You've, you've helped the most people or you've done some kind of miracle or you've attained this higher level of sanctification that no one else has in order to be deemed and decreed a saint by the church. I think the biggest difference, like you're already pointing out, is that it's not what man decrees and what God it's what God decrees about who we are. As if a saint, as the Bible and the Greek, defines it as holy one, we are holy through the blood of Christ, not by any merit of our own, which is fitting for discussion of Reformation time, but through the solely through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior
0: you want to talk a little bit about that dichotomy you know you say we're made holy through the blood of Jesus that we are the holy ones which is what saints means um i'm not holy i'm well, not perfect so yeah. can you talk about that dichotomy between the sinner and saint and the you know the life of the christian here on earth
1: yeah i mean paul's doing that in the second verse corinth was a sailor town it was it was awful i mean there was all kind of immorality going on there and so paul's addressing them as okay corinth you are a city full of sinners just like all of us are sinners. Paul was the chief of sinners. We got to remember too, but you're also called saints, and you're called to to be saints. You know, to that you've been called this. You've called you're the the you've been washed in the blood of Christ. Now you need to live like you've been washed, and not continue the works of the flesh. So, yeah, I think the two things is that this is what God's declares to be as His children, as His part of His family. Now, how do we live as saints? There's two thoughts there.
0: Yeah, and I think. You know we need to recognize too that as we look at our own lives, we do see the sin there, and we shouldn't be. You know, when we see that we've been called to be saints, we shouldn't despair that we're still sinners. The Bible teaches clearly that we are still uh, there, no, that no good in us dwells, that we are still sinners in a lot in our lost condition, and we will be as long as we live here on this earth. But uh, we need to remember that when God looks on us, He calls us. He calls us saints because through the lens of the work of Jesus Christ, He does see us as perfect. And so, even though we look at ourselves and see sin. When God looks at us, he doesn't see sin. He sees absolute perfection because Jesus took away every sin. Jesus has credited us with his righteousness. And so, yes, we are called to live as saints. We're never going to do that here on earth. Um, But God sees us as saints, which means he sees you as having always done everything absolutely perfect and right in every way. So uh, really an amazing, amazing phrase here that you are called to be saints and that God sees you as saints.
1: So then full circle, if it's All Saints Day, what would we as conservative Christians, focus on during this time of year?
0: What should we or what do we? <laughs> it's yeah, two both. questions, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, when we consider All Saints Day, what, the way that we treat that normally in the church here is we remember all those who have gone before whom the Lord has called home and who are have been made perfect uh, in the blood of Jesus Christ and are now in heaven with him. Uh, their souls are there with the Lord in heaven. Um, but as far as you know, what we could do is we could remind everybody that, hey, you're a saint too, you know, and that's that's your preaching this weekend. So we'll see if you pull that out in the sermon. But uh, really, that's that's something we can remember is all those who believe in Christ Jesus are saints in the eyes of God. Awesome. Let's pray.
1: Dear Lord Jesus, we give you thanks that as a part of your holy Christian church of all believers of all time, you have declared us to be holy through the blood of What you've shed for us on the cross and so those who have gone before us to their victory we know that you have given them that victory in your death and your resurrection from the dead as well as we think of all saints day help us give thanks for the people that have gone before us and the thanksgiving we have for your word of truth which has washed us and cleansed us from our sin what a joy it is lord to look forward to that eternal day where all saints will gather together before your throne to worship and praise you, that Lamb of God which was slain for us. Lord God, send the Holy Spirit again today to strengthen us with these wonderful words that we are saints in your eyes, not because of our works,
0: because of your work. In your name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, a couple of weekly updates and reminders for you. Tonight's uh, online Bible class at 7 p.m. Uh, Pastor Radical's Leading us through the Bible study, what are we learning about today, Pastor? The Valley of Elah, where David fought Goliath, and the children of Israel faced the Philistines. Awesome. Awesome. I want to just mention uh, the call is still out there to Pastor Luke Bernthal. He's a pastor over in the San Francisco area. Uh, a couple congregations there, and he has some other work that he does in Northern California and Southern California. So he's the only CLC pastor in that whole state of California, so he has a lot of work he does over there. Uh, Pastor, we both talked to him yesterday uh, uh, extensively on the phone about that call, and uh, he's considering it, and we pray the Lord to bless his, his uh, wrestle with that, that call. I uh, want to highlight for you the handrails in the front entryway are being powder-coated, so um, if you normally make use of those handrails, please note they will not be there um, for the next little bit here as we get those resurfaced and hopefully get them back up in time for, well, we already snowed, didn't it? So it's not in time for the snow. But right. <laughs> uh, hope before it the snow flies too much. Uh, this coming Saturday, uh, the Sophomore 5K will be taking place uh, that's Saturday evening at 7.30. Uh, I believe that's at Riverfront Park, isn't that right? I don't know. You'll have to check the signs, I guess. But uh, that's this Saturday, November 4th, 7.30. Um, this weekend... For church, please note that we'll be doing our time and talent survey. We've been doing this every three months. Uh, We are due for another one this weekend, so those will be in your bulletin. Please prepare uh, to fill those out as you are able to see how you can serve the work and ministry of Emmanuel in the coming three to four months. Uh, It's also, as we have become accustomed, it'll be a name tag weekend, Um, so there'll be name tags available for you to put your name on there, and then there'll be a fellowship hour after church on Sunday morning as well. Uh, next weekend uh, is the Pickleball Jamboree that will be on Saturday, November 11th. Uh, everyone's welcome to join us for that, no matter your skill level at Pickleball. And then want to highlight for you, for Thanksgiving Eve and day, uh, Thanksgiving e- Eve, uh, November 22nd, we'll be having a worship service at 6, same repeat service at 10 a.m. on Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving Day. And then there's also going to be the Palooza, which is becoming, this is a third year maybe or yeah. fourth year, it's kind of a tradition here. Uh, so it'll be Thanksgiving Eve after the service on November 22nd. So, um, worship with us at 6. Enjoy some pie with your uh, Emmanuel family after church, uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, prayer list for this week. Uh, we keep our cancer patients in our prayers. Carrie Dale, John Hine, uh, Will Rucker, Arlene Hannell, Kate Zowers, and Jim Leon. We continue to pray for peace in the Middle East over there, that the peace of not just earthly peace, but that spiritual peace of Christ would come to those who would def- so desperately need to hear it. We also pray on behalf of Jesse Cornish. Uh, Jesse has been hospitalized this past weekend. sounds like he's going to be put into a care facility. Uh, he's had cancer for some time, and it seems to be spreading quite a bit. So we'll keep Jesse in our prayers. And then also we pray a prayer of Thanksgiving on behalf of uh, Bailey and Josie Riegel. Uh They are uh just welcomed a new daughter, Eleanor, this past weekend, and so we thank God for that healthy delivery. As far as our hymn of the day today, we get to hymn 468 in the Red Hymnal today. For all thy saints, O Lord, who strove to Thee in thee to live, who followed thee, ab- obeyed, adored, our grateful hymn receive. For all thy saints, O Lord, who strove in thee to die, who counted thee their great reward, accept our thankful cry. They all in life and death with thee, their Lord in view, learn from the Holy Spirit's breath to suffer and to do. For this thy name we bless and humbly pray that we may follow them in holiness and live and die in thee. Amen.